0: Hi, welcome to the Perry Hall Family Worship Center podcast. We put out weekly messages to challenge, encourage, and inspire you. You can send any questions or pray requests to connect at PerryHall.life. If the message speaks to you, go ahead and subscribe for more. Well, we are still on this um, coronavirus shutdown, and uh, we're not even sure when it's going to let up. So we are we are in for the long haul and hoping that it would break loose soon, but it doesn't seem that way. We as a church, we have been utilizing many different things online, obviously, and we're grateful to have that technology uh, as I said last week, it really pushing us outside the, the walls of this church building, and um, great things have been happening. We have our online small groups that just started, and uh, if you haven't joined, we would love to have you join in. Go to the church website, go to events at the top right there, click events, and it leads you right into joining up. It gives you a, a calendar, what day works good for you, and then everything done is as a um, as a video conference call so it's been going great so far and uh, we just want to open it up to the whole church and maybe if you have a friend or something let them join in as well but it's working great we also started to see a verse share a verse and uh, it's an opportunity for you just to read a verse or two of, of scripture not to preach not to give any insight or thought just read the verse and um and just kind of pass it on. We're praying that would take off. And it's a, it's a great opportunity uh, anyway for, for the church to continue to grow. I've been praying for you guys and uh, I really miss everybody as well. And again, you know, I'm in the church right now. It's kind of, it's it's very empty, just me and this camera. And that takes a little getting used to as well. But uh, thank you for tuning in. And the message is based around this coronavirus uh, fear that's taken place. And we're working out of um, uh, Psalm 91. If you have been doing any type of... um uh, read uh listening to sermons watching things on TV sermons stuff like that everybody's hitting this psalm 91 and it really pertains to what we are going through this very day you know we don't look at the bible as just a history book it's history and it's now and it's for future so uh, it's a it's a great uh a great blessing that god has given us in this uh, bible that we put together so the topic today is faith faith over fear. Now, again, we see what's taking place here. Everybody knows fear is is being uh, consumed by a lot of people. It almost seems like at this point, there's more of an epidemic of fear than there is of the disease itself, the uh, coronavirus itself. And, you know, our fears, if we're not careful, will attract, is attractive. And in other words, what I mean is fear can kind of Escalate in our lives. It's almost contagious within our lives. Of course, with other people as well. When we talked about, to, we talk about the situation to other people. You know, if we're not careful, we're producing more fear and more fear. So our fears attract, but our faith resists. And we're going to see that you know, with the Word of God and what God has promised us, we can resist this sickness and the fear of this sickness. You know, sometimes I look at fear and to me it's like an open door. And once you open the door to fear, We're really opening up the door for the devil to come in and just continue to, uh, you know, tear us up with fear and with anxiety. and, uh, And the list goes on that when that door is opened up. So we want to make sure that door is closed and have an understanding of God's word, how he tells us to resist this stuff. But we're going to see that he also is going to tell us today how he protects us. You know, Psalm 91 is really a great chapter. In a moment, we're going to read the whole thing again It's 16 verses, but it's so instructional. Uh, It gives us instructions on what to do in times like this. You know, plagues, pestilence, diseases, uh, there's nothing new, and they dealt with it back in the Old Testament, New Testament. We're dealing with it right now, but it's The the Word of God gives us so much instructions, but Psalm 91 gives us so much for times that we are living in this very day. I also like Psalm 91 because it really explains God's commitment to you and me. I mean, that is what's really awesome when we see how much God is committed to us. So we're going to see that here in the scripture. But it's such a comforting uh, chapter. It promises so much for the believer. And only the believer. And a matter of fact, we're going to see here as we go on through it last week, and we're going to go through it again, it really has the protection of the person that continues to stay or dwells in the place of the Lord. So we thank the Lord for the scripture. We thank you for the comforting that the Bible gives us. And we just got to know and know how to do it and apply it in our lives. So I'm going to read Psalm 91. In its entirety, again, it's 16 verses, and we're going to, um, I, I, we're going to just continue to kind of unpack it. My prayer is that you have been reading Psalm 91 daily. I, I have been reading it daily and it's just continuing to, um, reveal more and more God's love and care for me and for each and every one of us. So let me read this and you're going to see, uh, examples, but you know, uh, connect them with what's going on today, connect them with what's going on in your life right now, and just connect them with how much God loves you. So, We start out in verse 1. It says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In Him I will trust. Surely He has delivered you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. He shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walk in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague Come near your dwelling, for he has given his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the the young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, Well, there's a lot there, without a doubt. And you know, when we look at these words of the Bible, when we look at the Bible itself, it's not uh, it's it's not something to amuse us. Not something, not something to entertain us. It's something to comfort us and give us direction. But it's not something that we um uh, we just kind of read as a novel. You know, this is a a series um uh, of of books. It's very um it's very important that we we read it to study it you know, it's good to read the Bible, but you want to study it. And that's what we kind of do on Sundays. We kind of we kind of pick it apart, if you will. But I want to do a little review of the past couple weeks, because I think it's important to see uh, where we're started at here. Because we started in verse one, obviously, and says, he who dwells in the secret place of the most high. Now, I got to say something here. This is critical. This is the, this is probably the most important point of this whole chapter here. And remember, we said he who dwells. It's not someone who just stops by. It's not someone who, who just go into a hotel and, and then moving on. It's someone who's making residence, a full-time residence with God. He who dwells in the, in the secret places of the Most High. That's the presence of God. We'll talk about that as more um, as we go on. Verse 2, it says, I will say, I'm just hitting some major points from last week and the week before. I will say, our words are important, what comes out of our mouth. We know people who speak negative, and there's a lot of negative stuff coming out of even Christians' uh, mouths these days. Uh, the news reports, and can't wait to get on the phone, can't wait to send the text out and say, look, did you hear about the numbers are going up again? And And the list goes on. But it's important as Christians to be speaking life. To be speaking faith, not not things to bring fear on a person, and then the other thing is surely, okay? It's like of course you know this. He he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler. Okay, now we talked about this last week. What is the snare? The snare is a trap. It's trap set up for a bird, actually, and the fowler is the is the 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 bird guy who's setting the trap and it's really talking about the devil and it's the devil who sets the trap up for you and I. It's the devil who knows what bait to put in your trap and then you know, and wanting waiting for you to go to the trap. And that's the way the devil is. So so God in his in his Bible gives us all these instructions on how to live a life and how to protect ourselves. And when we see uh bait out there, we gotta run from it. We gotta flee from it. But many people go right up to the snare, right up to the trap, walk right into the trap, take the bait, and slam, they're caught. But you know, God is saying here, you're if you're dwelling in his presence, He's going to deliver us from these type of things. Amen. So that's a, that's a great point right there. So now we're going to pick it up at verse four. And he, and uh, verse four says, he shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. Okay, that's that's a good read right there, but what does it really mean? You know, what is this talking about here? You know, well, let's just backtrack here for a second. He shall cover you with his feathers. Now we go, we're gonna see more of this, but you know, a bird can't cover theirself up. And when you talk like about a, a chicken and something like that, it's, it's um, I, I was just reading on this earlier today. They don't think twice about, Seeking cover under the wings of of the mom, and uh, there's a picture on the on the internet. It's just so precious to see all these chicks under the wings of a mom, and it's like this mom's protecting these chickens and and uh, these chicks, and nothing's going to interrupt them, nothing's going to attack them because of the protection there. I like Jesus's heart. You really see it here in Matthew 23:37, using this same analogy. But he says, "O oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are set sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under the wings, under her wings, but you were not willing." you know we see this here and we see to god's heart man it's, it's almost like you can you can see the picture of of god and his heart is broken because um they didn't they refused they didn't want god's protection and sometimes people can be like that as well they don't really they don't want to dwell in god's uh presence because they want to have their fun and do their own thing their own entertainment but when time comes and they want to dwell but under god's wings Makes it real, makes a real nice dwelling place without a doubt. So we see some more words here. Let's just keep unpacking, if you will. And it says here that his truth his truth shall be your shield and buckler. Here is another major key. You're going to hear major keys throughout this whole uh, series, I believe. But so many things are major. Dwelling in the presence of God is major. Speaking the right things is major. But now we're seeing that his truth shall be your shield and buckler. His truth. What is his truth? what is he talking about there? Well, in John 17, 17, Jesus says, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. So God's word, speaking of the Bible, Logos, the the written word, is truth. Now we're seeing here that this is another key point because it's his truth is our shield, is our buckler. It's the truth. But what is the shield? What is the buckler? There's a couple of different, different definitions out there, but basically it's a, lar- it's a large shield. It's covering the whole body. The buckler is something around the person. Really what it is, is just a, a protection system. And God is saying, you know, the truth, the word of God is your protection. It's, it, it's wrapping around you. And when we look at these, again, it's it's encouraging to know God wants to protect us. Yeah, keep in mind this virus thing, but keep in mind a whole bunch of other things that we may deal with in life. You know, I encourage you to read uh, Ephesians 6, 10 through 20. It's the full armor of God. And, you you know, it's an analogy of a, a soldier and the different pieces of his uniform, but how God just kind of explains each piece and the importance of it, because we are kind of like in a battle zone. But that's Ephesians 6, 10 through 20. Take time and read that uh, through the day as well. So now we get into Psalm 91, uh, verse 5. You shall not be afraid of terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day. Okay, so here we go again. We're starting to see this uh, stuff take place uh, in the world, and the fear is out there. But God is saying you should, don't be afraid. Don't be fearful. You shall not be afraid. Why should you not be afraid? Because hopefully you're dwelling in the presence of God, you're dwelling in that secret place of God, that place where you're spending time with Him all the time. You're thinking of the Lord. You're reading your Bible. You're praying. You're listening to godly music, uh, watching godly um, TV, and um, you're not allowing the sinful stuff of the world to penetrate into your thought life. And uh, as you focus in on God, it's kind of like you know you're dwelling, you're in this place, and and the promise that God gives us is we shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow by day. You know, you know. <clears throat> excuse me, there's something about nighttime. There really is. I mean, uh, you know, the quietness, sometimes it's just too quiet. You might say not in my house today, but, but sometimes, you know what I'm talking about. Or the quietness, and then all of a sudden you hear some noises. You know, a lot of times you're laying in bed, you're thinking, what's that noise? You know, how come all of a sudden you're hearing this noise take place? But a lot of things happen during nighttime. I mean, a lot of crime, sinful stuff, and even spiritually stuff. I mean, personally, I'll be honest with you, a lot of times at nighttime, um, I feel like the enemy tries to attack me and, um, you know, whatever it may be. And a lot of times if I'm by myself, I feel the enemy is trying to attack me. And personally, I have to kind of resist it. You know, I got to pray. I got to, you know, uh, you know, just speak spiritually so to speak to get uh to, to move on here but the devil likes to attack us at nighttime the arrow that flies by day well stuff happens in the world and it's taken place but God is saying don't be afraid you are under my wing you're under my protection that's what God is saying in this psalm 91 here so then we get into uh verse 6 And it's saying, nor, now it's starting out with nor, it it means here, you shall not be afraid of terror, and it goes down. Now it says in verse 6, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lay waste at noonday. So it's important to realize in verse 5 again, it says, you shall not be afraid, and it's going through a bunch of things. And verse 6 is basically, it's adding on there, don't be afraid of the pestilence. Man, that's interesting, isn't it? That's what we're going through right now. You know, I looked up this where you kind of do some deep uh, word searches in in the Greek, Hebrew, when you do Bible studies and stuff like that, and you find out, you know, what these words really mean. And one of the words was uh, moraine. I never even heard that word. I've never seen it before. But what it means, this is what pestilence, what it means is an infectious disease. Interesting. Also, another word definition for pestilence is plague, and that means a contagious bacterial disease characterized by fever and other things. Now, if that doesn't sound like the corona uh, virus or any type of virus, really, but this is what God is saying here, we don't have to be afraid of it. We don't have to be afraid of it. Now, faith over fear, faith over fear, this is what we're trying to, trying to learn here. So... So again, don't be afraid of the pestilence that walk in darkness. Now, here's an interesting thing. What's darkness mean? What does it mean? Not the definition, but what is it, what's it being described here? Well, walk is meaning to spread or to make progress. That's what it's meaning in this, in this text here. Walk, to spread or to make progress. Darkness means invisible, so you can't see to prevent. Okay, again, man, does that sound like, does that sound like what's going on right now? The pestilence, the plagues, the, um, the viruses that are taking place, walk it in darkness. We don't know where it's at. This is why everybody's on lockdown in most of the world, I think, right now. But it's because of this uh, walk in darkness, this, this spread, this invisible, they even call it, a, what do they call it now, invisible um, enemy, and that's exactly what's taken place It's something that we can't even prevent yet, but everybody is is scattered here destruction that lay that lays waste at noonday just to put this simple God is saying, I protect you 24 seven you know he's got your he's got your protection on you." Again, as long as you're dwelling in the presence of God, as long as you know what the truth is, because the truth is your, um, is your shield, is your bucklers, is part of your protection here. So I'll say this and I say this in love. This Psalm 91 is only for the Christian that's dwelling in the presence of God, that's making permanent resonant. not for the Christian that's spending, you know, uh, an hour or two a week in the presence of God. It's someone who's dwelling, who's living in the presence of God. Psalm 91, verse seven, it says, a thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Verse eight, only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Wow, that's a lot there. But you know, that is kind of the way that the, the uh, plague, the pestilent, the virus, if you will, that's the way it's working. It's it's the way it's happening. It's kind of just, um, you know, it's just kind of moving on. But the the word of God says a thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand. The, the point really is, is, yeah, we're experiencing it. We're seeing it all around us. But it shall not come near you. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? That's, I mean, this is what God's word is saying here. Now, it's interesting when you continue to see these words here and maybe not believe it you may say well that sounds good but i don't know you know so put your faith over your fears now we know the word of god the word of god says faith comes by hearing hearing the word of god so our faith isn't going to get built up unless we're reading his word unless we're hearing his word and it's and it's gonna grow by how much you're hearing, how much you're reading, how much you're studying. Your faith is going to grow by that, by that uh formula right there. So I encourage and I always encourage you, be reading your Bible. You know, stay focused on things of God. Be praying, be listening to worship music, listening to there's so much stuff right now on the internet. There's so much stuff on Facebook right now because all the churches are doing what we're doing. And uh, so there's no shortage of getting encouragement um, from the Word of God and the things of God to help build up your faith. You know, I'll be honest with you, fear is really a human response. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a response to danger. Uh, you know, it's kind of like if, if, um, if it's in the middle of the night or something, somebody bangs on your door. Uh, several, <clears throat> several years ago, in the middle of the night, our, um, our home alarm system, Malfunction and went off. It was like 2 a.m. in the morning, and man, the whole house—I mean, the sirens were blowing, everything going off inside, inside the house. I mean, it's it's freaky. It scares you. I jumped under the bed and had Lisa go turn it off. No, but it is a um, it is a frightening thing, and fear does come out in them situations. But God's promise is peace and protection. He gives us peace and protection. You know, Philippians 4, 6, and 7, such a familiar uh, two verses, but it says, be anxious for nothing. Means be worried, you know, don't be, don't be worrying for anything. But in everything, not, not just what you, you know, not just some things, but in everything by prayer and supplication, just continuing to go with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. This peace can only come from God. It can't come from anybody else, and we can't even understand it. That's what the Bible says. It surpasses. We we can't figure it out, but it's the peace of God. So even when we're dealing with the fearfulness of this corona sickness, with being laid off, not having work, maybe getting the sniffles, starting to cough a little bit, kind of getting into your spirit. I, mean, I don't know if I'm—I hope I'm not getting anything. I hope I, hope I haven't caught anything or being so paralyzed that you can't do anything. You know, we're almost like— like that, where we're at a stay-home kind of thing, or go out just on you know emergencies and things like that, we can fear can get into us, and um, you know we can not have that peace because all this stuff is around us. So let me read a couple verses in closing here: Isaiah 54:17, "No weapon formed against you shall prosper." Psalm 34:4, "I have sought the Lord, and He heard me." and deliver me from all my fears. Thessalonians 3.3, 3, but the Lord is faithful and he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. Isaiah 41.10, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Father God, I thank you for each person listening to or watching this video. Father, I pray that your word would just penetrate their hearts, penetrate their spirits. And Father, for for uh, fears, uh, to sink away, Lord, and faith just to continue to, to, to arise up out of each person. Lord, I pray that these verses, they will be able to medit- meditate on them and see how much you care for us, your promises that you have for us. As long as we do our part, you're going to do your part. Lord, I pray for each and every one of us to be hungry to dwell in that place, in that secret place with you, Father. So Lord, guide and direct us. I pray good health over this church. I pray protection over this church. I pray for uh, uh, spiritual growth to take place. Even though we're not coming together as a church, we are still the church. And Lord, I pray for each person to, to uh, to be growing in their relationship with you. Thank you for this day. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for your protection. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thanks for checking out the Perry Hall Family Worship Center podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. If you want to know more about our church, go to perryhall.life.